0: Guys, welcome to season one, episode eight of Sweet Seats. Ooh. I'm Maurice Meach. Today, I'm here beside Noah Perillo. Hello, Blake Skibicki. Is there? How we doing? Kendall Shainer. Hello. And G-Stick Grant Brennan.
1: How we doing? How we doing?
2: G-Stick.
0: Good, good. All right, guys. Today, we're gonna talk about a little bit NFL football in this past week. Starting off with Antonio Brown, innocent, him just taking his jersey and pads off and walking off the field. What do you got to say about it, Noah?
2: Although I do think it's funny, and I maybe A.B. is a little bit of a crazy person. But a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people on Instagram, just all over the Internet are saying, you know, he's got CTE, he's got brain problems. And although that might be true, we're not doctors. I we just all the fact that A.B. just isn't a good person? Because, like, he, he just had, like, a long stretch of just, like, incident after incident and problem after problem. And, like, even, like, in his scouting draft board, like, like, they said he had character issues and they said that he just, like, might be, like, a locker room cancer. And maybe it's just that. Maybe he doesn't, like, have, like, yeah, he's been hit hard, but, like, every football player has. Exactly. Like maybe he's not maybe he's not injured. Maybe he's just not a very good person to be
0: around. That's what I'm thinking. Almost every team he's on, he's had problems and they've had and every team he has also left. He's left because of those problems off the field. And I guess on the field now. So um, Antonio Brown's just, like, like you said, a cancer to the locker yeah. room.
1: And One thing to discuss here, though, I am reading this right now. It says Antonio Brown is still on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, despite what Coach Bruce Arians has told reporters that he is no longer a buck. Yeah, I So s- he is technically still a buck.
3: Because they did not release him yesterday when they had the chance to. But I think they will.
2: But yeah, they definitely – because he was at the Nets game. He didn't even fly back to yep, Tampa. Court side, baby. Yeah, he was, he was trying just to driving around. He was driving around find a ride
0: home after the game, it looked like. After <laughs> –
2: Apparently the guy that gave him like the Uber driver all over the internet. Apparently he was actually like really good buddies, and he drives around a lot of NFL players that like leave the stadium. <laughs> so he said they were driving around for a few hours just through the city, just doing whatever, So I think it's kind of funny. But
0: that's a funny. Like I just I just want to wonder like what went through Antonio Brown's head. Like I heard that he missed out on a lot of money, and they weren't playing him, and that might have been re- the reasons why when he uh, he left. He was like one touchdown short. Of 300000 or something like that, I think it was. Of $300,000, one
1: touchdown short, and like several catches, I think. So yeah, yeah, he is definitely missing out on a lot of money there.
0: Yeah, and I think that was one of the reasons why I left. But still, man, you're an NFL player. You're just going to walk straight off the field. It's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah, can't believe it. It was awesome, though.
0: And last week, changing the su- subject, the Lions clinch a top two pick after their loss. Hey, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's some good news. Uh, who do you think they're taking?
2: Well, if they don't, I, as a Michigan fan, and I love how dominant Aiden Hutchinson is, Kayvon Thibodeau is easily the best player in the draft, and he has been. He's a generational talent. If the Lions don't screw it up, even if they do screw it up, he will still probably be a Hall of Famer. I think he's the top option whether they get the one or two.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. They're going to go Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, it's obvious we need help on defense. You watched the game against the Seahawks last week. The Seahawks. The Seahawks put 50 points up on the Lions. And, I mean, despite our horrible offensive play that put our defense in some pretty bad positions, I mean, they, they just played horrible. We need defense help badly.
1: Let's not forget here, too, with this uh, draft, too, we also do have probably, I'm guessing, around a 20th pick or something like that. Yeah. So... um what do you guys see them doing there? Personally, I see them hopefully taking a receiver to, you know, pair up with Amon Say Brown. But what do you guys see there?
0: I'm also seeing either a receiver or a quarterback pick. I just don't believe in Jared Goff. I don't think he's that guy. If Kenny Pickett can slip, which I don't think he will, I think that's an easy take for the, for the Lions down there.
2: Yeah, I'd imagine it'd be a quarterback just because that's what they need right now. That's the most important. But who? it's the Lions. Who knows? You know, they... They've taken a tight end in the first round, like top 10 picks, like two of the past, like 10 years. So, I mean, really anything can happen, but I'm hoping it's a quarterback.
0: All right. Now, after talking about clinching a top two pick, let's talk about clinching playoffs. Patriots are back in the playoffs. They're going to be my kind of sleeper pick. They're six in the AFC right now, but we all know how tight the AFC is. I think they have a shot at the Super Bowl. I think they have a shot at going. Bill Belichick in playoffs, he's going to game plan. He's going to make the Patriots the best they can be. Their defense is tough. JD, J.C. Jackson in the secondary is going to pick you off. When Matthew Judon's rushing you making you throw quick, Mac Jones has great poise in the pocket, great quarterback under Belichick's system. I think they can pull a couple upsets and go far.
2: I don't know. The thing about them is just they have a uh – they have a rookie quarterback. And that's really hard to go deep in the playoffs, especially when you don't have home field advantage. He's going to be moving around. He's never really been there. What I'm hoping, which might be tough is a team that may be getting hot too early, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Because jo- Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow has just been lighting it up. And like it's been the most fun football to watch of like any team in the NFL. Jamar Chase is a stud and shows that you don't have to draft an old lineman to help your franchise quarterback. If he's just that good, Jamar Chase is just that good. Uh but they also might be getting too hot too soon cuz you have a big w- win against the Chiefs week 17 and they've won a they won the past few. They beat the Ravens, but they're going to they, have to keep coming with that. Yeah, they're going to be if they they're going to be due for a loss at some point. Yeah. Uh, so, it's a I lot of pressure to keep up with. Yeah, right. I can't imagine they finish the game with seven wins. <laughs> like finish the season with like six wins
3: my only problem with uh, Cincinnati is just their defense. They're uh, I think they have an electric offense. They're really fun to watch with Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, and uh, Jamar Chase, like you mentioned. I think they have an elite offense, but their defense is just where I have problems for a deep playoff run. If they're going to have to play a team like New England or Tennessee, they're going to need to be able to uh, uh, not only put up points, but playing against a good defense if they're not able to – put up 30 or 40 points, they're going to need to be able to play good defense and prevent a team to, like under 20 if they wouldn't win a playoff game.
0: No, 100%, and I agree. And talking about Tennessee, who's at the number one seed without their best player, who they could potentially get back. Derrick Henry, is gonna absolutely he's going to absolutely be a menace when he comes back. Tennessee's going to even get better, and they're the number one seed right now. They're going to be a team who's hard to beat, especially if the Bengals have to play them. Well, their add- defense is not going to be able to stop them.
2: Tennessee is just a manly football team. Their defense is tough. Tannehill's not the best, but he gets the job done. A.J. Brown's a beast. He's like a freaking nature. And their coach, I believe. Mm, I'm blanking. But he's an insane person, too. Mike Vrabel? Yeah. Yeah, Mike Mm -hmm. Vrabel. He's pretty insane, too. I think he'll do anything for a Super Bowl. If they get that first seed and they can lock it up, I feel like it's going to be hard to stop them. True, true. Grant, what do you think?
1: Honestly, I don't have uh, too much of an opinion on this topic, so I'm just gonna let you guys take it. But All
3: right.
2: I
1: think
3: uh, I think though the winner is gonna isn't gonna come out of the division with Tennessee or with New England or with Cincinnati. I think we're gonna see an old man like Aaron Rodgers or uh, Tom Brady lead his team to a Super Bowl, or maybe even Matthew Stafford in those Rams. I think uh, I think we're gonna see a veteran quarterback. Uh, play good in the playoffs, and show the experience and, and end up winning the Super Bowl?
0: My problem with the Rams right now is they're so inconsistent, <coughs> especially with Stafford. Who I, I don't hate Stafford. I love him. Old Detroit Lion. But throughout the season, he'll have a great game, and the next game he'll throw three interceptions. He's just been so on and off all season, you just can't play like that in the playoffs. They're going to have to win four games to win the Super Bowl because they're not going to clinch uh, the number one seed. And... Um, I just don't see that being possible. Kendall, you got any thoughts on this?
2: Well, I as well don't have an opinion on this either, but I think I'll let you as well just take this because I'm not very educated on this as well. So,
1: uh, Speaking of Stafford too, this past week uh, versus the Ravens, as along with your uh, quarterback play, he did have 309 yards for two touchdowns, but then also two interceptions. So at the same time, he's playing good, but not good enough.
2: Yeah, I, the Rams are also just kind of a soft football team. They I don't know, they just like they they play like I don't know, they just play a lot of like bendo break defense, but a lot of times they do break and a lot of times it's more Stafford's fault that's putting them up in crappy situations like trying to make a play and it doesn't work out. Like compared to a team like the Colts. Colts had don't have the best record and they just lost a bad one to the Raiders, which I believe put Raiders into the playoffs, but Colts have a tough football team. Jonathan Taylor is like one of the best running backs we've ever seen. And their defense is just like, you just watch their defense and you're like, they're a tough football team. That's a tough defense.
0: It is a very tough defense. All around, they're just a gritty football team. They're hard to beat. Most of the games they've lost have been within a touchdown and they they just play great football. All right, now I think I'm gonna move it on to college football. The Michigan versus Georgia game. The Orange Bowl. (coughs) Noah, big Michigan fan. How do you feel about that game?
2: Well, it didn't go as planned. Uh, I just think McNamara is just—you know—he's a safe option. I—I I just think he got a little too nervous, and I don't think there are de- defensive adjustments to be made. Uh, that Brock Bowers—I mean—he's a—he's a, he's a freaking nature. He's a stud, and they were playing a lot of man, and they should have been playing zone and. I mean, when McCarthy got out there, at least, like, it seemed like there's a little more intensity to it, but
0: McNamara, he's just... I agree. McCarthy has that good spark to him, but again, McNamara was a safe pick. We saw that in the Michigan State game. McNamara played great all game. He's used to that. He's been there. He's played in those big games. Well, McCarthy out there fumbles twice. You know what I mean? But you can definitely see when he's out there, McCarthy makes big plays.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I just have to ask. I know Blake's a big Michigan fan, along with Noah. Uh, we can touch back on this game. I just want to bring up, if McNamara does return next year, which he does plan to as of right now, and McCarthy obviously is coming back, who do you start? I think JJ, for sure. I think, especially after that Georgia game, you, uh, you're
3: you not going to beat an SEC team playing safe with your quarterback not being one of the best players on your team. and You are not. It, you saw Georgia in, early in the game, they were... Um, they were drawing up plays. They were drawing up trick plays. They were doing things because they're confident in their team. They're confident in those guys. Or when you have a guy like uh, Cade McNamara, uh, he's he's not going to be throwing bombs. He's not going to be rolling out of the pocket, running read options. He's just going to be hitting those five-yard slants. He's, he's not going to be making electrifying plays. And If you want to beat an SEC team, I think that's what you have to do. And I think this Michigan team is definitely legit, and they can do that if they just uh, put more trust in those guys.
2: Yeah, Matt. I I think you have to start McCarthy. McNamara, he's good. You like you like to have him, but the SEC is just too physical and too dominant, and it just means more to them. And you have to have like a star player that really understands that they got You got to go out and make the play. Because I mean, a lot of a lot of success was on the ground this year, because Michigan had the best of the line in the nation, and Corman Haskins were two top ten backs statistically, but. Uh, It's just like, you know, Georgia was just way more physical and they got to the quarterback and McNamara didn't really want to make a play on the big stage.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Georgia actually sacked McNamara six times and got to him a lot. I don't even know how many QB pressures they had, but McNamara was trying to scramble, didn't really have the ability to and would just go down and resulted in him throwing two interceptions on the day. Like you said, that's just not good quarterback play to be in the final four college football playoffs. You're not going to win like that. And it showed in the final score being 34 to 11 Georgia. Now the Alabama Cincinnati game, roll tide, 27 to 6. Alabama took the victory. Bryce Young, Heisman, didn't throw for many yards. 181, decent game, but threw for three touchdowns. Big guy in the day, Brian Robinson, ran for 198 yards.
2: Bijan Robinson.
0: Sorry. Sorry about yeah. that <laughs> No, yeah, but he had a heck of a day, played really good. Alabama just kind of rolled through him. nothing they really do. Uh, Ritter also had no time in the pocket and uh, the game just kind of folded for Cincinnati.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of us saw this coming. Yeah it's Cincinnati. I mean, they're a great team, but they're not Alabama. Alabama's always been dominant. I mean, I, I don't think anyone really expected Cincinnati to have a chance. But I think their defense only allowed 27 points. Yeah, it was impressive. It was a big win for them.
0: For sure. Yeah. A lot to grow on. All right. Now, after Georgia winning and Alabama winning, who are you guys taking in the national championship? Let's start off with Noah.
2: Alabama. They're a lot better. They're a lot more physical. I mean, they proved they can do it. Stenson Bennett, you know, they released something in Stenson Bennett that went on Michigan, but I think Alabama is just a bit more tougher and he won't be able to do the same things he did in the semifinal.
0: How about you? Yeah,
3: I'm going to go with Alabama again, especially because they just beat Georgia, what, two weeks ago, and I don't don't think their team got that immensely better, and I don't think Alabama got any worse by any means. So I just don't see how you could confidently say Georgia. I think you could say Alabama has a chance for sure, but I wouldn't pick uh, Georgia.
1: I'm going to have to go with Blake there. I'm going to uh, take uh, the Crimson Tide here and Roll Tide.
0: Kendall, how about you?
2: Um, I think Georgia would probably win because their defense is pretty good as well. So,
0: I don't know. But. I'm going to have to disagree with this one with all the guys here. I'm going to take Alabama. I mean, come on. Bryce Young, <laughs> Heisman Canada. We all, we stop all stop said Alabama. I know. That's what I said. Oh, they said disagree. <laughs> well, I disagreed with her. Oh, guys, gotcha, you guys, guys, gotcha, guys. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up episode eight. Of sweet Seeds. Thanks for coming in, guys. Have a good day. Peace.